You have just tuned into the Young Gun Sports Podcast on the YGS Network. In the Fox Studios is your host, the Young Gun, Russ the Boss. What up, everyone? And it is Russ the Boss, and you are listening to the Young Gun Sports Podcast. Uh, today, we are first going to uh, we got a few announcements, and um, we were scheduled to do a fantasy football running backs uh, podcast today, but... Uh, because of the recent news of the Michigan violations and all that, we uh, decided to go a different way. So that's what it's going to be about today. We're going to do a little bit of a Michigan preview today. And uh, basically what we'll be doing, I know that a lot of you have heard of the Michigan violations, or at least the accusations of the violations. So I wanted to you know, get that out of the way. So I, w- I really wanted to get my opinion on that. Um, if you haven't already seen, which I know a lot of you have, and I got a lot of comments um, that I'll get to in a sec, um, about the I, I wrote I wrote an article on this on this issue. I put it up on Bleacher Report. It's I mean I had a title on there, but it got tweaked a little bit. But if you just search, you know Michigan NCAA violations, you'll find it. And then again on my website, you can go to the it's actually in the blog section, and it, it's my most recent blog. So uh, you can also comment on that there. So, as I, uh, let me see, go through it. Uh, basically, what the violations are, if you haven't heard, is that Michigan was going over the hours of their practices. It's only a, f- I mean, on the, uh, you're only supposed to have four hours of mandatory on, like, a certain day. And then, after that, it's, you know, it's supposed to be voluntary instead of mandatory. Um... So I'll go to that. Alright, so here's pretty much my take on this whole thing. Ex Wolverine Tony Clemens played last year at wideout, left not in good terms, as some of you have said, because I heard he did have uh, problems with the coaching staff. So he did not leave on good terms. So I don't know where that came from. Um, but, you know, actually, I could just. I'm going to read you my blog right now, then. Then I'll uh, comment on it. So here it is. This is from my website on Michigan NCAA violations. I play for my high school baseball team. Uh, during this offseason, my coach said to all potential pitchers, if you want to pitch, you need to go to the pitching workouts. These work uh, these workouts aren't supposed to be mandatory and shouldn't be run by coaches, but they are. And this, you know, this is how every high school, this is high school I'm talking about. This is how every high school does all their sports programs, you know, of course, you know, it's kind of like they are voluntary, but they really are mandatory, if you know what I mean, if you want to play, let's say, high school football, you need to go to the, quote, optional or voluntary uh, workout, because that's just, that's what the difference maker is, and you need to go to the workouts off-season, and if you don't, then you probably won't play as much. It's not that you have to go to those, but if you want to play, you need to go to those. And all players from you know around the country know you know they know that. All right, so getting back to that, these workouts aren't supposed to be mandatory and shouldn't be run by coaches, but they are. This is the kind of accusations that are being made for Michigan. Every college and high school has workouts, meetings, training sessions in the off season, and anyone that has ever been on a team knows that you need to go to these workouts if you want playing time. And I just don't understand why this is being directed at Michigan. Of course, if a player doesn't want to 
go to these, they might, you know, not play as much. But because an ex-player, Tony Clemens, told the reporter that also his hatred for Michigan, Rosenberg, from the Detroit Free Press, that they were mandatory, it became public. This kind of activity goes on at every single university and high school. And if the NCAA wants to investigate, then they need to investigate every college because this goes on everywhere. It goes on everywhere. Now, I'm just wondering why Michigan is being targeted. All schools have team dinners, downtime, and meetings. And you know, I don't know that a team dinner running late can give a team an advantage over another. Or coaches playing student-athletes and video games will also give an advantage you know, for the team. I mean, are you kidding me? Basically, what they're saying is that the, the time accumulated with the players exceeds the limited time that the NCAA has set for universities. Um, so, but you can have other things that can be voluntary. And the NCAA knows that. You can have voluntary everything. You know, I don't see how having a team dinner saying that's mandatory. Tony Clemens said that he would start working out at 10 in the morning, get back at 10 at night. That's fine. That doesn't mean anything. That mean, that shows how dedicated he is. It doesn't show that that's how much their practices go to because they'll probably have the four-hour practice that's mandatory and everything else, going to dinner, having team dinners, having team meetings, looking at film, is all voluntary. But they still have to go. Of course you have to go. Just as a coaching staff, you can't say that it's uh you can't say that it's mandatory. Which I haven't heard anyone say that Rich Rod or any of the coaching staff said that those kind of things are mandatory because they're not. You know, I understand that over practicing too much, you know, can get into things like study time and that. That is why the NCAA has limited the amount of time that you're allowed to practice. So this is this is what Rosenberg failed to bring up um, in the article that he put out in the Free Press and in the interview he had on ESPN. Um, if this was such a big problem for Michigan, if this was such a big problem for Michigan, and it was, and all the time that that was being you know spent with Michigan and the team meetings and the practices, if that was too much, then it would be cutting into the study time. That would be right. While last year, Michigan had the highest, Michigan's football team had the highest GPA it's ever had as a team in history. How does that, that shows right there, obviously it's not cutting into the study time, because they do better than ever. Since Richards came here, it's been the smartest football team that we've ever had. So how is that cutting into uh, study time? I mean, if you look at the GPA, it looks like the exact opposite. It looks like they're doing less time practicing. So, you know, obviously that's not the case. They still get their study time in. You can you can study and do homework during these team meetings because they're not, quote, mandatory. And no one on Michigan football team has said they're mandatory. Urban Meyer said last year that, you know, he was when they, uh, ESPN was quoting them, was uh, questioning him, on how hard the practices were because some players were complaining on how hard they were. Of course, you're in Florida, it's going to be hot. Practices are going to seem a lot harder. But he said, if you want to play, then you need to go to these workouts. That's the exact same thing. Why don't investigate other colleges? The only reason they're targeting Michigan is because of Tony Clemens. 
that's the thing that really got me a little pissed, is when Tony Clemens said that he's trying to look out for his teammates. He's trying to help his teammates. Ex-teammates, sorry. Hold on. Everyone knows, you know, whether you are a student uh, in high school, whether you are a student in college, and you are playing on a sports team, that you are going to have year-round practices, meetings, workouts, and all the coaches have to do is say that they're voluntary. But everyone knows that if you want playing time, you have to go to those. And why is that such a big, you know, it, it seems like um, they've just really blown that up in the media. You know, that they've really shown, oh, look at all this time that Michigan is spending over the limit. Well, it's voluntary. You can spend that time over the limit. Are you saying that a, that right, when Richard had his press conference, you saw how emotional he was. Um, he also said that one of the coaching staff would go, you know, they would help their students with their homework. They would have dinner with their students. They would play their students in video games. And they would go to church with their students. How is going to church with a student cutting into practice time? How is that they're cutting into study time? You know, it makes no sense. They're going to church with a student. How is that considered a practice? I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't, I mean, it's, it's not a practice. It's nothing. It's church. I just, don't, I don't see how, I don't, you know, the basic thing is, they heard a testimony from Tony Clemens, who was upset with the team already, found a reporter who also didn't like Michigan very much with Rosenberg, we've seen in the past, in his past articles, and he just blew it up. Got into the media, won his fame. It's, you know, NCAA is doing an investigation. They haven't found anything. You know, of course, every coach bends the rules. That's what you do. You always bend the rules, as long as you don't break them. You know, everything is voluntary. You know, technically it's voluntary, but it's, you know, it's mandatory. And back to Tony Clemens when he said he wanted to help his students and help his ex-teammates. I just don't, I mean, are you kidding me, Tony? Helping? How is this helping? You put media all around them. You put stress on the coaching staff. You put stress on the team. You put pressure on the team. And now they have a big distraction right before their first game. How is that helping your teammates? So don't give me this bowl that you're trying to help the teammates. You're not helping anyone. You're hurting your teammates is what you're doing. You're helping yourself get a name out there. And you're trying to tear down Michigan because you left on bad terms. You know, why would you put that on your teammates? And don't don't give me that stuff that you're trying to help them. You, like I said, you just put a big distraction. The first game is coming up Saturday. You just put a huge distraction up for them. Alright, I think you've got my point. Basically, bottom line is, you know, it's mandatory for the four hours and the rest is voluntary. And no one has ever said that was mandatory. And, you know... Seriously, if you're going to investigate Michigan about this, investigate every college because they all bend the rules on this voluntary, you know, kind of practice time. So I, I just, I don't buy it. Um, now moving on, we're going to get a little bit of Michigan preview. Michigan's first game coming up uh, against Western Michigan will be Saturday at 3.40 at the Big House. Um, uh, we'll be covering the game, so I'll be sending updates. Now, when I started this podcast and... 
this whole sports network, it was after the college football season, so you really didn't get to see my best work. Um, I will have a column after every single Michigan game with a review of the game, a recap, and then I'll do a podcast of the weekly recap for Michigan, weekly recap for the entire college football, because that would be my main expertise is college football. So you get to see me at my best coming up soon. I'm extremely excited for this and pumped up. You know, college football is where it's at. Pretty good column in Bleacher Report on comparing college football and NFL. Um, so, again, those will be published to Bleacher Report and my website, so you can check both of those. Uh, but coming up to the preview, I got Michigan winning the first game. I'm not going to go down the entire preview because I like to see, you know, it's too tough for me. I think that they'll end up being about 7-5, and five, I think, is a, is a uh, safe bet. I think at the worst, 6-6, six and six, at the best, 9-3. and three. But and this is what I see a lot of the predictions I'm seeing. First, I'm seeing a lot of you know optimistic predictions on Michigan. Not coming from Michigan fans, but coming from the Big Ten Network and ESPN um, and uh, Yahoo, too. But, uh, you know, don't you can't look at it like this. I see a lot of uh, people, when they're making predictions, looking at it like this. They're looking at the team record last year, 3-9, and nine, and they're saying, yeah, they improved a little. They might go five and seven or six and six. No, you have to look at the schedule because if they're playing, you know, the hardest teams in the nation, they're not going to win many games. And if they're playing the easiest team in the nation, they're going to win a lot of games. Don't look on how they've improved. You know, that's definitely a big factor. But you got to look at the schedule too, because if you're saying that they can only win five games this year, then you obviously haven't looked at the schedule because they really don't have a tough non-conference. You know, they have Notre Dame. But they have them every year. And the other game, you know, they have had Oregon in the past and Utah last year. But this year they'll have Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, and uh, Delaware State, which, you know, all should be three wins. And they could even beat uh, uh, Notre Dame. Then you got a weak Michigan State team coming back that they can beat. An Iowa team who has been injured very bad in this offseason with their running backs. They could beat them. And if Hurdle, I don't, I. Again, we'll pick Ohio State to beat Michigan. This is just before, you know, I'll see how it is going into the game. But I've had, I've seen a, I've been surprised. I've seen a lot of predictions that saying Michigan will beat Ohio State this year. So I'm pretty optimistic about that rivalry. Um, again, on that rivalry, I, you know, heard some people say, I've heard a lot of comments say that this might not even be a rivalry anymore because Ohio State's been killing them so bad. Listen. You can't end a rivalry when Michigan has a better record against Ohio State. That doesn't work like that. So, you know, those that was the most ridiculous thing I've probably ever heard. Um, I mean, these teams were one and two, you know, three years ago. You know, number one versus number two going to the last season. So, don't ever anyone ever mention that again. That was that was pretty ridiculous. Um, but again. I think that they'll win the first game against Western Michigan. I'd like them to win by about 17. I could there be about mm, 27 to about 10. Um, again, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be you know kind of different this year, and it's it's gonna be a uh, you know I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. It's gonna be you know, a little weird to see how the offense um. Guys, I just got to the loss for words. How the offense performs and how these quarterbacks are going to come out. And I, I like to see how 4CA and Sheridan and Denard Robinson will uh, perform because 
They have such, such high expectations, especially coming in as a freshman. And if you read my Michigan preview, you know all about that. I think Tate will end up starting the first half, and I think as Denard becomes more familiar with the offense and the calls and the audibles, all the play calling, I think Denard will take it, uh, take starter the second half of the season um, just because he is more of the spread offense quarterback. He's got the speed. He has a very good arm. And that's what you need in a spread offense quarterback. I think if, not to uh, forget how fast Forcia uh, is too, because he is very quick. But you know, you've heard of Shoelace, uh, Denard Robinson, so uh, you can't, you just can't miss that right there. So as my prediction, I think they'll win 27 to 10 uh, in their first season opener against Western Michigan. Again, I'll have a prediction uh, every week, and I'll have a recap every week. I'll put up a blog. I'll put up articles you know i keep doing that again follow us on twitter at twitter.com slash young sports also on my website um the fancy football updates of my team will be coming every week and i'll give updates um probably done with the podcast i just kind of want to do one for the draft strategies and but i i put blogs out there for the quarterbacks running backs and wideouts and um after that maybe we'll get some tight ends and we'll see how it is but with college football coming up that'll probably be the uh, main focus here so um, still working on the iTunes issue. There was a little problem. Uh, hopefully get them back soon. But they're still on my website, so they're not going anywhere. So this is the Young Gun Sports Podcast that you were listening to. Call in on Skype during our next week preview, which you can follow also on Twitter. Send all your emails to ygspodcast at gmail.com. And a new blog, new articles, and new sports recap of the college football week one will be coming up soon. This is your host, Young Gun, on the Young Gun Sports Podcast. Peace out.